Today is the first day of Adar, so let's talk about Esther Amalka. The Medrash relates a very interesting story. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva was sitting and giving a lecture, and his students were dozing off. I guess nothing changed in the last thousand years. He wanted to arouse them from their slumber. So he said, How was Esther Zoicha to rule over 127 countries? Tovai Esther, let Esther, descendant of Sarah Emenu, who lived 127 years with Simloch, and she will rule over 127 provinces. And this is obviously a very cryptic statement. What's the connection here? What's the Mida Keneged Mida? It seems like two random incidents that are coincidentally 127. What does Sarah's 127 years have to do with Esther's 127 countries? So the Chadush Arim offers a beautiful insight in explaining the connection of 127. He says, Rabbi Kiva had a very powerful message. The message of how precious every moment is. He explains, if you do the math, each year of Sarah's life granted Esther one country. Each month was equivalent to one city. Every week gave Esther one town. Every day, one neighborhood. Every hour, one row of houses. Rabbi Kiva's statement awakened the students from their sleep because it taught them to utilize each minute of life to its fullest. Rabbi Kiva in essence told the students, Since every day and every hour and minute is so valuable, had Sarah Amenu squandered just a few hours here and a few days there, her descendant Esther wouldn't have ruled over 127 countries. Sarah used her 127 years to their full potential. Every moment was purposeful and meaningful. Every year of achievement built yet another province, another domain, which her descendant Esther would inherit. What Rabbi Kiva was implying is that by nodding off and wasting valuable time, you don't know what you're forfeiting down the road. Rabbi Chaim Kreisworth, the great Rosh Yeshiva of Antwerp, was once walking in Rishalayim and saw a Bachar walking out of Yeshiva called Torah. And the Bachar told Rabbi Kreisworth, my Rosh Yeshiva of Gedalia Eisman asked a very compelling question by the Shir today, but he did not offer a satisfactory answer. He asked, the Pasuk describes how Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim for 40 days and 40 nights. And the Evan Ezra says something very strange on this Pasuk. This is a great wonder, the likes of which has never been seen before. And the question is, why does this specific miracle stand out from all the other wonders that took place in the Midbar? The entire Claudius row was sustained for 40 years on food that fell from the sky. Water came out of a rock. They experienced the ten makas. They traveled through the Yamsuf on dry land. Every one of these nisim were extraordinary and it affected millions of people. Yet, Devan Ezra identifies a miracle that happened to just one lone individual as the most remarkable. What was so unique about this specific miracle? This is the question my Rosh Hashiva asked by the Shir today. And Rechaim Kreisworth tells the Bachar, I'll tell you why it's a Pelagado. It's because of the sacrifice that Moshe Rabbeinu made on behalf of Klai Yisrael. There's an extraordinary medrash that says that when the time came for Moshe to leave this world, he pleaded with Hashem to be allowed to stay a little bit longer. And Hashem said no. Then Moshe told Hashem, I'm willing to remain on this world as an animal, as a dog, even as a gnat. Moshe reasoned that even in this form, I could still play some small role in promoting Kvayt Shemayim.
Nevertheless, when the time came to accept the Torah on behalf of Klal Yisrael, Moshe went up to Shemaim and left this world for 40 days and 40 nights. Despite the fact that every single second was so precious to him, he willingly gave it all up for the sake of Klal Yisrael. And that is why the Evan Ezra calls it a Pelagodl, said Rav Chaim Kreisworth. This is the true marvel of those 40 days, more than anything else. Rabbi Chanan Vaseman Zetzel, the legendary Rosh Hashiva Baranowitz, was known for his piety and his Esmada Satira. His diligence was so remarkable that as a Bachar in Yeshiva, he would learn for 18 hours a day. Time was of essence and it could not be wasted. When he became Rosh Yeshiva, he refused to take a salary from the Yeshiva, leaving him quite poor but satisfied. It is said that his shoes were so worn out that his Talmidim took up a collection to purchase a new pair of shoes for their Rosh Yeshiva. He reluctantly accepted the gift, but after a while he lamented the new shoes. He said, My new shoes have laces and it takes me an extra two minutes every day to lace up my shoes. My old torn shoes no longer had laces. Over the course of a month, that's an extra hour I'm wasting that I can use for limit attire. Someone once said that whoever said time is money is insulting time. Time is much more valuable than money. A few years ago, when Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, passed away, I remember thinking, for all his fame and fortune and his billions of dollars, he couldn't buy himself another minute of life. Rebel Hanan understood the value of time. He was teaching us to cherish every moment of life we are given. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.